always love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Bob's Taverncast, the show that is all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Live from Bob's Tavern, I'm your bartender, Jay. I'm your bartender, Don. And back again with us is our patron of the decade, uh, the one, the only, Dr. Fish. Fish, welcome back. Thank you. We had so much fun with you on the show. Last time we did a review, we were like, well, we've got another review coming up. Let's... Uh, Let's bring him back for that uh, that third opinion there. But before we jump into this latest patch update, let's pour a little drink and uh, catch up. Here's a toast to the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead. So, Fish, how's it been going since uh, we last had you on the show? It's been going pretty well. I've been very busy with a lot of standard stuff, but I've also been finding some time uh, for battlegrounds when we have when I don't have to be preparing deck lists for various um, series that I'm in. <laughs> Very nice. And then, uh, Don, what about you? Uh, yeah, same, kind of actually the same as Doctor Page. Got a got a lot going on. I've been casting for Supergirl. I've been playing in multiple series. Um, but got a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that I'm working on that's keeping me busy and focused as well. Um, so hopefully pretty soon I'll be able to announce that stuff, but, uh, been staying busy. And then in terms of battlegrounds, I feel stuck. I keep hovering and it's, it's really annoying, but I don't know if it's because my MMR or something has like evened out on NA. And maybe I should try to play like EU or Asia and see how it goes. I should probably get back to that a little bit. But that's that's how it's been going for me. I'm excited that we got some new Battleground stuff coming up, though, because it feels like it's been a while for Battlegrounds. Yeah, it's been about a month, which is about, about what we've expected at this point. Well, let's see. The last patch was, yeah, it was on 8-17, and the last major patch was on the 30th of July. So, yeah, it's been over a month before we had a major patch, and I think this is going to be a fun one. But for me, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I've My last day at my old job was this week, so I had a few days off, and then I start my new job, uh, as this will be released uh, in a day or two, depending on when I get to getting this out. And I am just preparing for that and doing some talks at online conference stuff and being an adult, I guess. I don't know. I'm not not a fan of this adulting thing, but it, it hasn't been too bad. But what has been bad is my Battlegrounds experiences. Um, it, it has been uh, terrible. I will say that on the announcement of this patch, I went ahead and spent the money to get the tavern pass so blizzard you're welcome you have more of my money um i'm not i wasn't happy about it but that's fine i will do it for research uh for those that understand my pain and want to help support uh patreon.bobstavern.pub there's always that and yeah i have a mini game that i want y'all to play because this is why I don't like giving Blizzard my money sometimes. In 
a match where pirates, murlocs, mechs, dragons, and demons are available. So no beasts. Which hero do you choose? Galakrond, Flurgle, Eudora, or Alexstrasza? Flurgle. <laughs> Alex. Because <laughs> Yolo Straza still. I don't like this mini game. Who cares? <laughs> I like it. I'll pick. I'll pick Alex. I'll go Yolo Straza. I'm, I'm going with the fishies. I'll get my. I'll get my butt handed to me. <laughs> this. This was my conundrum earlier. So. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? What is this, Blizzard? Why? I gave you money. You're supposed to let me win now. What? What happened? <laughs> I should have. I should have picked one of mine from yesterday too. So in the end, I wound up going with Alex Straza for the Yellow Straza comp and got dumpstered, like yeah. dead last. It was so bad. Um, so yeah, now we know. <laughs> well, I'll try to I'll try to bring more games in like this. Uh, everyone listening, if you would have picked someone different, let me know why. Uh, do so on Twitter, Bob's Tavern HS, or you can email us uh, podcast at Bob's and uh, again, those choices were in a game where beasts are banned, you have Galakrond, Fungalmancer Flurgle, Eudora, and Alexstrasza. All right, are we ready to jump into this patch? Oh, real quick. I thought the way that you started that, I thought the mini game was going to be figuring out which one was banned after you reading the list. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, okay, well he said this one and this one already. <laughs> I was ready for a pick the pick the comp that's gonna uh, win. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I I didn't pay that much attention. Like it would have been That's good. I just I just saw myself getting that's bodied good. round after round and just like this is garbage. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into this. 18.2 patch was announced. Um, earlier this week, and it is finally here. Uh, funny enough, Cora actually hinted at this patch being released uh, on Coin Concede. So shout out to Cora. She didn't. She didn't necessarily say that it was going to be this week, but she did say that parties were coming very soon. And then, yeah, of course, like three days later, it was announced. So uh, good job, Cora. You were. You you called it. I mean, you work at Blizzard, so we would think you would be able to. So, uh, but yeah, this is a massive update. Maybe they'll remove the beta flag now. Um, here's how it works: up to four players will be able to queue for a normal ranked battlegrounds match together. And then once you have more than four players, it will automatically switch to a private battlegrounds for five to eight. So. I've heard some concerns and one, I don't think they're valid. I think that what people are worried about is if you have half of the lobby being queued together, it creates an unfair advantage for the other four people. Now, what I hope that they will do, and I, I have no knowledge on whether or not this will happen or not, is that they will try to match up groups of similar cues so that if you're solo queuing, you're only going to be playing with other people that are solo queued. If you're, you know, with a group of three, 
you'll have like another group of three and a group of two. And if you're in a group of four, you'll only be matched up with another group of four if possible. Um, obviously, if it's not possible, then, you know, that's fine too. But they haven't, to my knowledge, they haven't said anything about that. I just kind of hope that that's the case because that will immediately address that idea. Because that that does make sense that it is unfair for half the lobby if people are able to communicate with each other and talk about what's going on. Yeah, I think they did something similar to that in Heroes of the Storm. Right? When you had different, they tried to pair you. Uh, the issue there became queue times. And I think as long as, you know, if if they're trying to pair like groups of four with other groups of four, you know, how long do you leave those people sitting in a queue waiting if there's just not other groups of four queuing uh, and, you know, or with threes and threes. Um, but I think they can do that a bit easier in Battlegrounds. Uh, than they could with, like, Heroes and Storm. Yeah. Um, So, and I think they could just, you know, say after 30 seconds or after one minute of searching, then broaden or or adjust how they're searching. So I I think they can limit it, and that would be pretty nice. But, yeah, not that I've seen have they confirmed that they will or won't do that. So we'll see. That that could be pretty helpful, though. yeah, I guess. I don't know. The thing that I think of when when I was seeing conversations about that is maybe you'll get those groups of four who are all conversing and telling everybody, uh, you know, what what's going on. But at the same time, first of all, you have to have four people all together who then are very good at Battlegrounds and know exactly what that information means. And then also four people who can communicate in that way because i mean if you're just like a streamer and you're just playing with your your chat eh, there's i mean maybe they can say something but also i mean there's some delay there there's there's a variety of other factors that make it i don't know that i think it's going to be very uh what's the word i'm looking for here very uncommon i guess of parties of four or even three to really be communicating that in depth and trying to manipulate the system that way. I guess it's just not as much of a concern for me as, as it is for other people. Yeah, I was just, I did see that. I was like, oh man. So like, that means I can queue with you two. We don't even have to be saying a call. We can just say, Hey, let's play some games. Like, I don't know. I I do understand the concern about about win trading and about having all this communication so that way you guys are the ones that four or three group are the people who will get into the top four because they can give the information. But I agree with Dawn that it's going to be pretty difficult. It, it would be uncommon to see that um, even just on principle. But I mean, that doesn't really stop people who want to do that anyways. Yeah, and... You talked about streaming, Don. One of the things that I really hope to see is some of these larger streamers doing co-op streams with other popular streamers. I think that that's something that we haven't seen a lot of for that exact reason is that, you know, you could do like two really popular streamers streaming together, but I could see an event. And this is something that I'm trying to figure out with our our uh, 
our brother's show, Tavern Tales, uh, to do kind of a Tavern Tales X Bob's Tavern um, like co-op type thing where maybe we get some people in the discords to do like a, a private game and we start making that a regular thing. But I think that the opportunities to have fun with it outweigh the constant like feeling of I'm getting screwed over because we got to remember there is no casual versus ranked battlegrounds. It's just battlegrounds. Um, I think that if they were saying like, because I, I love to hear when it said, uh, what was it? Climb and rating with a handful of friends. And at first I was like, maybe if they did like a casual mode or they did like, you know, oh, hey, here's your official rating or we're restarting your rating as of this patch. Then I could be like, all right, that's a little frustrating because you're going to have people that like get a nice boost at the beginning. But this far in, I don't think people are going to benefit too much from being like carried or, or anything like that. Um, the biggest advantage is going to be that communication piece. And to me, I think that that's healthy for the game, not necessarily a hindrance. I think it'll give an opportunity for players who aren't as good to be able to even learn from having other really good players that they're playing with, whether it's in an actual five to eight player lobby or if it's on ranked ladder. Like, I think that'll help players who are either newer or just haven't put as much time in. And if they say, hey, I want to get better at Battlegrounds, like, yeah, you can find people who are better and learn from them almost in that ways. I mean, and also, like, the eight player high MMR player lobbies were we probably are going to get on some streams. It's going to be insane and awesome to watch. You could genuinely do like top 100, like only tournaments now where you have eight player private lobbies that are set up with like the best players in the world. Like that would be fun. Like I would love to see something like that organized. We'll have to talk to like bites and, and like, uh, some of our other friends that that put together tournaments and events like that, but well, there is one that's already patch. coming. Oh yeah. Well, wait. Do you want to go into more detail on that? Because I don't have the details. Uh yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not top like top players, but there is already streamers and people organizing their own um, stuff like that. And the one that I've seen is Lissa. She is oh, putting cool. together one. I think that's coming next week on Wednesday, September 9th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, I believe. Is that right? Something like that. Um, it's it's kind of early in the day on Wednesday. Uh, and yeah. Oh, there. The noon. Noon Eastern. It's a Battlegrounds Parties event hosted by Celissa. And she has eight other fellow badass women who are competing. So they're going to be playing some Battlegrounds and she's hosting it. It's super cool. Yeah. So we're already going to be seeing a lot of stuff like that, you know, and like you mentioned with us in Tavern Tales, I mean, streamers can put things together, whether it's just playing on stream with their viewers or like you said, with other streamers, creating these specific things. Um, I've already seen a lot of talk about third party organizers doing Battlegrounds stuff. So 
Yeah, this just opened the floodgate of possibilities. A Amber Flight Dragon Cups? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> not, not, nothing, nothing can be confirmed or denied. Exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah but but no like you said just the fact that there it's already started like that that's what i mean like this is a great opportunity something that they weren't able to do with arena that makes like these other game modes within battle or within hearthstone you know viable and viable for the long term uh, i do think that this is gonna just be good but we've got heroes to talk about so let's jump into the next part of this. We have three new heroes, and I'm going to talk all about all of them kind of really quickly. We've got Lord Baroff, uh, hero power, friendly wager, costs one gold. Guess which player will win their next combat. If they win, get three coins. The next is Jandis Baroff. Swap, lock, and shop it. It is a zero cost hero power. Blizzard, you're going to learn eventually. Uh, swap a friendly non-golden minion with a random one in Bob's Tavern. And then lastly, we have Forest Warden Omu um, with a passive hero power. After you upgrade Bob's Tavern, gain two gold this turn only. And of course, players with Battlegrounds perks and early will have early access before they're formally released at the end of the month on September 22nd. So let's jump in really quick with probably the hardest one to gauge, Lord Barov. This this hero power reminds me of something that I think I once mentioned on the show, kind of like a guessing game of whether or not you'll win or lose. But this one is, uh, apparently when you hit the hero power, two options will be presented. Uh, it'll be another matchup that you're not in. And then you have to determine who's going to win that matchup. And I think this goes right in line with what we were talking about, uh, I think it was last week, Don, about understanding what's going on across the board in the game, not just who's at the top and who's at the bottom, like understanding who's doing what, who's going where, what minions they've had. That said, I personally don't like this because of a potential unfair advantage to people who are using like HS deck trackers and, and other tools like that. Interesting. Um, I guess I, I don't think it's going to be super strong, but I think it's going to be fun. And I think one thing is, is that I will probably try to use him to actually what you mentioned. I will try to use him to actually get better at paying attention to what's going on in the lobby and who is beating who. I I don't know. How can you even use the like deck tracker for that? Because... It won't show you like the percentage of chance for them to win the fight. That's only your fights. But it'll show you their last known board state. So if you know what minions each person has, especially if you okay. faced them in the last couple of rounds, that could give you some okay. intel on whether or not you think this person would beat that person. Especially sure. like, and and I think you're right at the beginning, like turns, you know, two, three, four, five, whatever. I think that it is kind of just a guessing game, but I think that deeper and deeper into the game, you're going to just start wanting to lean towards, okay, who had the stronger comp the last time I played them and who do I think is going to win that? And again, it's not necessarily like a sure thing that a deck tracker will help you like definitively win that, but I think it will give you some form of advantage that 
I mean, again, if you're writing all this stuff down, you would have that same advantage, but let's be practical here. No one's doing that. But I guess overall, do we think that the three coins is good? Do we should it be more? Should it be less? Mm, I think it's I, I think, think it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's you do have to pay one, so you're probably not using it every single turn, anyways. You're probably just kind of using it as a a filler. You know, like oh, okay, well, I'm on seven gold, and instead of refreshing. I'm going to buy the two minions and then just use this hero power. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this one is, it's kind of just, it is what it is. Um, I've, I think I've gone on record saying that I, I think that passive hero powers are just traditionally stronger than the active ones and the ones that actually cost gold, uh, which is why when I see Jandis Barov costing nothing, I'm like, oh boy, but I do see that they've set it up so that it's swap a non-golden minion with a random one. So while you can kind of alter your odds, it's not guaranteed. I do think that it should cost at least one gold, even if it is random. But I also think that the fact that it is random is kind of a good thing as well. Yeah, that was... Oh, when I was first crafting my thoughts on this, I said... I looked at it, and I didn't see the word random. And I said, this here power is nuts. It's zero cost, and you get to swap a bad minion for a good one. And then I saw random, and I said, well, okay. You can make the odds a little better. But again, you might not hit what you want. You, you know, instead of getting... Say you're tavern tier six and you get say you want to zap and there's two other not so good minions you could end up with i don't know the the mech that gives you the the mech add-on not mm-hmm. uh, not um not a noil module like micro machines yeah the ones that give you the micro bots yeah. that one you can end up with that <laughs> or you can end up with something like insane that will help you uh power up your board so. I I wonder if they thought about the idea of making it so that it wasn't random because I mean basically that's just the idea of selling a minion and buying a minion. Yeah. Um it's like if you make it like one or two gold, it's almost like a discount on swapping. And I'm not too familiar with the lore behind Jandis, so I don't I don't understand the whole idea of swapping minions, but I I think that this is going to not really do much. I mean, early game when you have tokens, yeah, it'll it'll be fine. I think that'll be that'll be great. But do you really want to get rid of something that you picked for something that you are like hoping to get or maybe you can get cheaper, I guess? I can see scenarios where this can be really good in the early game where, you know, you're sitting with tier ones and then you get a full board of, you get like a full board of tier twos, you buy a minion and then you swap a not so good one drop with a better two. 
Yeah. In that case, I think that's a scenario that can happen. I think I think this is another hero power that gets worse as you get farther in the game because as you obviously as you tear up, you get more minions in the warband that you can pick from. So, or in the tavern. But I I agree that zero mana hero powers are strong. So we'll see. Yeah, this might just end up being kind of mid tier though, like just kind of somewhere in the middle. It's probably not the worst hero, but I don't think it's going to be near the top. It's just going to be somewhere, no, somewhere in the middle. Yep. yep. And then Omu, I just feel is, uh, we talked about this a little bit in the uh, pre-show while we were preparing. And if you want to listen to that again, patreon.bobstavern.bub. I'm, I'm doing good on the promotion this time. I love it. Uh, but the, the passive here is, one to put this hero on par with like a Nas Dormu or an Elise, someone that has a clear benefit at the level up. You know, it, you'll be able to scale with Bartendotron a little bit better. I, I think this is a very, I don't want to say aggressive hero, but I, I think it's going to be one that pairs well when you're facing other aggressive heroes, which you're not going to know until you pick them. <laughs> whether or not you're dealing with that. I think at the end of yeah. the day, it's just like, it's it's going to depend on your board. Like you don't have any apparent board advantage other than, you know, turn three and maybe you're, you know, when you're at seven or eight gold. So you're kind of left to your own devices on how you're going to play this. I like yeah. it. I like Omu. I think Omu is going to be um, upper half of the heroes right now, anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know how well Bran has been placing, but I don't think Bran's particularly great. But it has one strategy that it does extremely better than the other heroes. So, like, that's that's a top half thing, and I think Omu is better than Bran. Yeah. So. Bran is currently tier four. Really? Oh, okay. So, I, I see. I haven't looked at the tiers lately. I figured like this dude does well with pogos, but I think he's bad with everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's going to be the problem is right now there's a lot of tier four heroes. And I think that Omu is going to jump into tier three, maybe tier two. Yeah. I think that, Baroff's going to be probably tier three. And I think that Jandis will wind up being tier three or tier two as well. I don't think that any of these are, are terribly strong. I think they learned their lesson with Hook Tusk and Eudora. Um, they're trying to dial it down a little bit. I do worry about the zero cost there because like I said, there are ways that you can kind of cheat and increase your odds of getting the hero that you want um, for zero. I think at that point though, you could also just, get the minion like if you're gonna if you're gonna like buy all the other minions so that when you do the swap you get the minion that you wanted why don't you just buy that minion i think ultimately it's 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 a free coin if anything just hit the well it's not even a free coin because you're just swapping so i don't know it's it's one of those that it's going to be hard omu's a little bit easier to understand because it's a passive bear i think people are just going to do it whenever they have extra coins in hand and they are wanting to get more. Um, but yeah, any other, any other thoughts on any of these heroes? 
Um, yeah. I think maybe the only thing with Jandis that I think is maybe you could just use it right away and see if you pull something that's good. And if you don't, then you can always just sell that too. Because if you're going to sell that one minion anyways, it's worth a shot. It could even just be used in that way. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I actually I don't know terribly much about the Baroff family, but I mean, Janice's whole replacement thing here is kind of I don't know. It plays into the fact she's like a master of illusions. Like that's what she does in standard. She creates two. She creates two cards or two minions, and one of them's an illusion. That's kind of what she. That's what she is. Essentially. She's a, and they're both, um, I think they're either raid or dungeon bosses in Scalamance when you go there. Jandis and Lord Baroff. Yeah. Yeah, they're. Yeah. They're, they're an interesting, tragic story. All right. We'll see how tragic those hero powers end up being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Segway. Right. <laughs> so we do have, um, a new uh well a new minion with micro mummy which is interesting that they waited until a, like 6 weeks before or i guess what 3 months before micro mummy will be rotated out of the game before they brought them in that's interesting but yeah it's the same as the standard micro mummy uh, at the end of the turn give a f- another minion or another friendly minion plus one attack um to make room at Tavern Tier 1, where this will be placed, Mekaru has been removed from the Battlegrounds pool. Um, I personally don't have really much of an opinion on this, honestly. I think it's not bad, but... I mean, it's a Tier 1 minion. Like, it's not Red Whelp, it's not um, Vulgar Homunculus or... Uh, Dragon Spawn Lieutenant, so I don't really, and it's not one of the Murloc tokens or one of the the cats, so I don't really care. I'm not going for it unless it's like the clear, obvious choice above all the other trash picks, or if I have like the Mech uh, Maleficent Mana Storm. Yeah, I think this is one of those small tweaks that I think is going to be really good. Uh, if you just look at the stats. It's a 1-2 that, in a way, kind of has a death rattle that puts out a 1-1. Which is the same thing as the Mechru, but it's a 1-2 instead of a 1-1 like the Mechru. But oh, it also right, gives it something else. Yep. Uh, and then, But it also gives something plus one attack. So you, you there's like basically a micro adjustment here, right? You get plus one health on this minion... And you get a plus one attack somewhere else. And I think over the long run, it will make more of an impact than the Mecharu. So maybe it's worth holding on to longer than you would a Mecharu because of that. I mean, it still is probably not the best option overall. There's probably still going to be things that are better. But I think just that those small little changes are... I mean, we've kind of talked about the difference that these small tweaks over the long term in battlegrounds have done you know the the tweak of putting something from tier 5 to 6 or you know they have changed the attack and health of some other minions and at first it might not look like much but then when you're actually playing it ends up feeling like more i i, I really think that's the case here i really like this micro mummy change 
Yeah, I really like this. It gives it actually gives a mech in the early game that I want that I want to potentially pick. And I like that for um, Mug and Jug. Because I think it's another thing, because it doesn't just target a friendly mech, it targets any minion, it's another thing that you can throw in like a menagerie type setup. And then usually early, in early games, you want to be picking stronger minions. You don't necessarily need to be playing for synergies. So I I, I like it as like a mid-level uh, tier one minion that you pick up. Well, like you said, I think that there's a better benefit to having cards that you don't feel like you're kind of like in our mini game. When you're stuck with four trash heroes, it feels bad. So when you start the game out, if you have three trash options, it feels bad. So yeah. I think I think what this does is it gives you a solid mech choice. Um, so now you have a solid beast choice. You have a solid uh, murloc choice. You have a solid demon choice. You have a solid dragon choice, and you have a solid mech choice. Like everything there feels feels good to have. Um, and I, I think that I completely overlooked the fact that it had reborn, and I think gives it a little bit more. Um, potency here but i still think that as a tier one minion you're probably going to wind up getting rid of this thing faster than it can have any long-term advantage um yep. and speaking yep. of long-term advantages there's been a long-term advantage when you pick pack leader but pack leader has received a nerf of having two attack compared to three attack and also it's it's effect was changed so um, summoned beasts now get plus two attack instead of plus three attack. And I think that, Yay. yeah, I think that this makes beasts more of an in-game, uh, comp instead of, a you know, mid-tier into in-game comp, um, that extra one damage. I mean, you got to think when you have rat packs and they're, you know, four ones, now they're just three ones. That's that's a little bit easier to, to deal with, so. Yeah, this is a really good change. Um, it also mentioned in the pre-show was, it, it was that, I mean, I even went for an early game beast comp, and um, I, I mean, it wasn't the best. I didn't get Rat Pack or anything, so that's probably why it failed, but... I think this will make it more manageable. Like I was winning every single early game because I had, you know, b buff tokens. I had a kindly a kindly grandmother. I had, you know, selfless hero to give one of them divine shield. Like it was really strong. So now I think this is a great change. Yeah, I I like it as well. Again, I think we're seeing kind of these micro adjustments that. I think it's going to have more of an impact, and I'm really curious to see with this one especially uh, how less often we see the other things, like you mentioned, like uh, rat packs, but just tokeny stuff in general. Maybe we start to see some of those just picked a little bit less. Well, I, I still think that rat pack into pack leader is still just a really strong pick. I just think it's not now like impossible to beat. I, I think that before you, if you had pack leader and then you drew into rat pack and you now have what a five 
was it a five or a six, you know, attack rat pack that's going to spawn six four ones like that. That's a lot. But now it's like, okay, now you have like four or five and they're just three ones, which is a little bit easier to, to deal with. Um, it's still a lot, but it's not like so much that you feel like you just don't have a chance at all. And I think that there has to be, there has to be those trade-offs. Like we know Murlocs are super strong early game. You can spam them. You can get a bunch of them. They're built up really quick. I think that mechs, I think more than anything, this just tells you that like beasts are going to be in game mostly. I think that demons are still going to be kind of this weird thing that we got to figure out. But I do wonder where does this put mechs? Because Micro Mummy is a pretty solid early game minion, but I still feel like they're, they fall off so hard in game that unless you just have like the death rattle nuts, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make it. Yeah, mechs are weird. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking about all the upper, all the, I'm looking at, thinking about the five and six tier mech. You got Sneasel Shredder at five, and you have Foe's Reaper, Foe Reaper uh, at six, and none of them, you don't want to play them with mechs. Like, that's the thing. I don't pick Foe Reaper in a mech comp. I pick Foe Reaper because it's a cleave minion, so... You don't well. And, the six tier mech, quote unquote, is Kangor's Apprentice. It's not. Oh, Kangor's Apprentice. Sorry. Yeah, like you're not. Yeah, you're yeah. Not Kangor's. Fo, sorry, like, I forgot Fo about Reaper. Kangor's. Yeah, like Fo Reaper's fine. I mean, like you said, it's not great. But what you want is Kangor's Apprentice on Kaboom bots or Golden Kaboom bots with the Golden Baron Rivendare, and that that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, to yeah, me, yeah, you're right. mechs either mechs need to just go all in on the Death Rattle thing and then let like beast be this whole other thing that happens which to me i think that makes the problem more of a goldron issue not necessarily uh like mechs are weak it's like you have too many things fighting for death rattles when you have both beasts and mechs trying to take up death rattles agreed yeah and i guess kind of the way dr fish put it like mechs are weird i I think it is because they don't really have, I I don't know. I don't feel like mechs have a clear, like you can't just make a mech comp, right? If you do, like you kind of just have some mediocre minions and that's it. It's whereas the other things have more synergies and you can say, I have a full board of dragons or I have a full board of pirates or I have a full board of beasts and they generally work pretty well together. But when you're doing mechs, yeah, it's, okay, well, I have these few mechs and then other things to support those few. It's not really a mech comp. And that's why they feel weird because everything else kind of has its own thing. But yeah, mechs don't really have anything. Yeah, unless you just want to put Replicating Menace on everything. That's yeah, the name which, of it. Yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't feel great. I'm- Either. I've been screwed over by a well-placed replicating menace or two. So I can I can see where like that's the plan is where you just you just you're spamming so many little bots that it becomes harder and harder to deal with. But I think like you said, that falls off so hard at the end because oh wow, you threw a one one into my 147, 147. Like <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> like Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. So it it becomes it becomes an issue of like we we need a better understanding of the rock paper scissors lizard Spock in this of like Mech should beat something you know Marlock should beat this this should beat demons this should beat beasts and then basically have the cycle continue in that way and then that allows I mean if they want to go down the road of of mono tribe culture which. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always said menagerie is kind of the best strategy because it allows you to adapt to whatever's happening. But I think that with this, they still need to have clear defined roles for each of these tribes. And and I think that they're getting better at it. I just think that right now mechs are kind of weird. You know, like you said, mechs are weird. So... All in all, I think this patch, like, what are what are the overall thoughts? I think, you know, it's the second patch we've had where they introduced a lot of little things. I think the power level of this patch is very, very low, but has the opportunity to make for some big changes in how Battlegrounds matches are going to go in the near future. What do you all think? You want to take it first, Dr. Fish? No, you can go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I see how it is. All right. Uh, yeah, it's... It feels like a smaller patch, like you said, but I think there are going to be some big changes. Um, I'm really curious to see how these heroes, especially, will impact a kind of what people are picking... How I I do wonder maybe we have this slightly wrong. Maybe one of these heroes is actually going to be stronger than we think it is, and that'll really just like throw everything out of you know out of whack for what we've kind of become used to. Uh, but I think this is one of those kind of filler patches that's going to be better in the long run, and we might not see the effect of it quite yet fully. But I like all these changes overall. Yeah, I like these. Cha- I like the changes with. I like the minion add. I like the f- nerf to pack leader. Um, I think if any of these three are gonna become end up being really good, it's probably gonna be Omu, probably because you later in the game. Because like, I don't know, something just tells me that you can. There's that. There's a little portion where after you hero power, every the, you only have one gold left, but with Omu, you get three gold. Like and even if you're not getting that that minion of that t- of the tavern, like being able to level and buy after you've leveled the turn prior is really good. And it's gonna make I those know, weird turns feel better. Yeah, I know that like right when you have that like eight nine that like the seven eight nine gold type of turns, those are kind of awkward. Um, but. Uh, I think everything's positive. I give Blizzard two thumbs up for getting us the eight player, getting us the parties. I think that's going to be fantastic and so much fun. I get this is a very like even if none of these heroes turn out to be amazing, and they're just kind of medi- they're just kind of middling. The battlegrounds parties is I just give that two thumbs up. 
I think that was the plan was like, we don't need to introduce some huge monster patch when we're unleashing like a way for people to play the game privately with their friends. Like let's focus on making that experience as good as possible. And we'll make some small adjustments here that, you know, things that we probably wanted to do for a while we've tested them out. They look good. I mean, again, these are heroes that they've planned on introducing because they fit with the, you know, the story arc. Let's just do it. Let's focus all of our effort on making the battlegrounds party, the, best possible experience that we can make it and i mean yeah i i think that's that's a great way to look at it and i think that in the end we'll see we'll see what happens i i think that the problem that tends to happen with when you do things like that is like what don said when you have what you mean to be a small change and it completely flips the meta because of some unthought of reason that you then have to go back and be like, oh, oh, we need to fix this. And then like it, it becomes a problem. But I, I don't necessarily see that happening here unless micro mummies just like allow you to scale really hard, which I don't I don't necessarily see that happening either. I, I think what I'm thinking with this is it's going to be like a domino effect. These small changes happen, which maybe it impacts and makes something one other minion slightly better or one other minion slightly worse which changes what people are picking overall and trying to make their comps with and then that's where you kind of get that domino effect and then overall then the meta has changed which then i mean we've already seen this in the past when the kind of overall meta changes or the speed of games change different heroes then become better or worse and that that's where we see the impact. So it's kind of like a domino effect from these very small changes. All right. So I think that's going to wrap up the, uh, the talk on this patch. There were a lot of changes that happened in standard. Too bad this isn't a standard podcast. If someone would want to listen to a standard podcast, uh, Don, where, where could we send them to? Oh, yeah, you definitely should go check out Dr. 3, the Dr. 3 HS podcast. Uh, that is myself, Daring Alkaline, and Mage Death over there talking about standard, standard ladder, all things standard. And yeah, we're going to be, we record usually on Tuesday nights, usually comes out about Wednesday nights. Oof. It's going to be a spicy episode coming up, talking about these changes that they announced. Rest in peace, Pain Zoo. <laughs> Sorry. And and even though this patch isn't uh going to raise any waves, uh if people are interested in watching Wave Racer, uh Dr. Fish, where could they uh where could they go? Um I stream very 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 times, not a lot lately, but twitch.tv slash Dr. Fish, D-O-C-T-O-R-F-E-E-S-H. And, and mostly a- Hearthstone now. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> so that's that's two amazing places where you can catch some Hearthstone and other content. If you've enjoyed this episode, uh, be sure to give it a, a five-star rating or however many 
amazing stars you can put on whatever podcast player you're choosing and share it with your friends. And you can also link to us on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Uh, if you want to talk with other Hearthstone Battlegrounds players that are sharing tons of screenshots of them just dumpstering people with 40-something points of damage, uh, you can do so on our Discord. There will be a link in the show notes there. And of course, if you want to help continue to support Bob's Tavern HS, maybe even get an invite onto the show, uh, you can do so by becoming a patron over at patreon.bobstavern.pub. Uh, you can talk to me, Jay, at kjymiller or at kjymiller.com. And uh, I don't think she mentioned it. So uh, Donnie DK is over there on Twitter at Donnie DK and on Twitch at DragonRiderDK. And if you want any more information, bobstavern.pub. That's going to do it for this week. So a special thanks to our guest, our patron of the millennia, uh, Dr. Fish. And for everyone, we toast to him, we toast to you, we finish our drinks, and then we leave because the tavern's closed. Get out. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dark corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.